All right, everybody, welcome to Are They Out There? Uh, tonight, again, we've got Stuart and Bobby. And uh, tonight, we actually have um, our first sponsor, uh, Oz Creative Crafts. Now, uh, Oz is a friend of mine. Um, he's got a business going. He's also a veteran. Um, he's doing things like this for for us and uh, for anybody out there. He is going to have a website up soon. I told him that I'd pimp him a little tonight. Um, he'll be sending uh, Stuart you some stuff, Bobby you some stuff, and then we'll start to do a couple of giveaways for him here on the show. Um, so uh, he is our first sponsor, Oz Creative Crafts. Um, and tonight we are going to talk about alien abductions. And I want to apologize to everybody first. Uh, our, our NASA guy, he got called out and he went to Texas. And right now he is radio silent on us. So we're hoping uh, uh, when he gets done with that, whatever he's doing and black ops or whatever for NASA that we can get him on here shortly. Um, some other news that I have um, is that I'm having lunch next week with a couple of folks from uh uh that have contacts i should say with skinwalker and blind frog and the possibility of also having a meeting uh with jim morse who uh is the uh, uh ranch manager for skinwalker mm-hmm. so i am working on getting us out there and hopefully getting some interviews with these guys and maybe spending some time on the ranch so Next week, we'll find out if that'll become a reality or if they just tell me to go to hell. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hey, so, closed mouth don't get fed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, let's start out um, with, I think, Betty and Barney Hill, man. That was uh, in the 60s. That was probably the biggest abduction story of its time. Oh, on that. You know, um, and that happened in um, September of 61, actually. Um, and it went on for uh, basically two days, um, the night of the 19th and then the 20th for them. You guys are familiar with what happened out there, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no. It, it was a, a couple, especially for their time. Um, I just always think it's kind of weird. Like, you know, I mean, they were a mixed couple and that wasn't really too kosher back then. And then right. so I, it's just like, well, why would you want to draw that much attention to yourself? You know what I mean? Like most of those couples, you know, especially – for that era just kind of wanted to be left alone so it's just to me i'm always like i don't just you have to look beyond you know, the cause and effect like i probably made their lives a living hell right and you know they were both postal workers um at the time too uh they were mm. in new hampshire which you know again you know the early 60s like you said it's not to draw attention to themselves and this definitely drew some attention uh, oh, yeah. on that so you does know? anybody I remember, so I've read about this once before too. Is anybody like, mm-hmm. can anybody recall like how the how the story went, like how it went down? Yeah, they yeah. were on the so, yeah. Go ahead, so go ahead, go ahead, Stuart. I, I just remember they were on their way home, correct? And then like uh, they yeah. had some missing time. Right. They they were coming home from Niagara Falls. Um, they were actually on Route Three. Um, and uh, Betty had started to see a light in the sky, which she thought was a, a shooting star except it was going up and moving around. And um, they went, um, drove up some roads to where they went to a place called uh, Twin Mountain, New Hampshire, to get a better look at this. Um, Betty said it was about 40 feet long when she first saw it. Um, Barney was looking through binoculars. He thought it was an aircraft at first, but then the the lights and stuff like that just weren't making uh, sense. Um, 
Then it descended down in front of them as they were driving down the road. And according to Barney, it was hovering about a hundred feet above them, um, between 80 and hundred. And it made Barney stop in the middle of the road. Um, he had a pistol with him and he gets Girl. out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. He had a pistol with him and he get and he had his binoculars. He gets out of the car. Right. And he's looking up at this, what he described as like a flat pancake and he uh -huh. saw windows. Right. And he, right. And he said in the windows, he saw like um, about, I think it was like between eight and 11 figures. And then he said, they all moved like down what he described as like a hallway because they were going past the windows, except one that kept staring at him. Um, he he said that um, he felt like at the time he didn't use telepathy. I, I forget the words he used, like a uh, 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 brain talking or something like that, because they hadn't really it, in those days telepathy hadn't really like come out as a, as a norm. Mm -hmm. uh, and he said that this thing that was staring at him kept telling him to stay where he was, just stay uh -huh. where you're at. Now, um, the he he described him as wearing glossy black uniforms and these like black caps of some type, and and, and uh, you know, in big eyes. The big eyes was the thing, and um, so Barney had like the first thing about it, and. Um, the it, the aftermath of it all was because it was so um they they like like you said they lost time they he 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 described it like um he was having memory lapses he couldn't remember mm -hmm. things from that night and weren't there watches something about their watches right yeah yeah so after it was all over they said that their watches never worked again um the the leather strap on the binoculars were busted. And Barney uh, said he doesn't know how they got busted. He, and, and Betty and them were like, you know, we don't remember them ever being torn or busted. Um, the oh. one thing, too, uh, was on Betty's dress, there was like a pink powder. And she uh -huh. said she said she remembers hanging it outside on, on the clothing line, let the wind blow all the pink powder off of it. And, and then she had some rips along the hemline, the zipper, and one other place in the dress. And I know that, like, uh, the dress, I think her shoes, her shoes were, her dress shoes were scuffed. Um, they're all at her alma mater now, uh, uh -huh. along with um, like the hip, hypnotic um, tapes and stuff like that that they did at the time. So, yeah, yeah. there were some, some weird things. They said that they were having um, some other issues. Um, uh, what do I want to call it? Um, sensations and stuff that were just weird to them at the time. One of the other weird things that Betty had. That it was like they used to keep their luggage like in a different room and she yeah. was like wanting it in the front room by the door like huh. it was just like she didn't know why but she wanted to keep her luggage for no reason huh. you know just these these weird things that were happening to them at the time um the other thing was it is that um th they heard buzzing uh uh with the ufos um and um it kind of, I, I think the buzzing sound is like where it blacked them out type thing mm -hmm. where their memory got all, all jogged up with that. Yeah. You know? Um, and then Betty started having the vivid dreams like 10 days after this whole event, she started having vivid dreams about uh, seeing the aliens and walking them 
back to the car and telling and telling them to stay in the car and watch them leave or something to that effect. And then under hypnosis, both their stories were very similar, but Barney was very freaked out about their eyes. That was one of his uh. big things. He was like, their eyes were so big and so close. He was like, he didn't, didn't even know if they had a body. They were like so close and pressing was one of his big things there, which, you know, uh. I kind of find a little interesting that for him, it was the eyes. And Betty says under hypnosis, she remembers them walking them back to the car and looking back and seeing Barney, but not being able to talk to him mm. um, and him not hearing anything mm. on that. Huh. Well, so I was listening to this uh, retired CIA agent and he's claiming what happened was uh what eventually becomes Operation Blue Beam. He was saying that they that was the start of it was the government was going to start making it look like uh, we were being invaded by aliens and alien attacks and stuff like that to eventually try to form a one world government. You know, if they could. So the way he explains it is, is they, if they can create a common enemy for the world, then they mm-hmm. can they can form a one system government for the world. So mm-hmm. they were gonna apparently they were saying that was the, actually one he brought up was the Betty and Barney Hill story, and he said that was kind of the start of it, right? Yeah, uh, using uh, you know technology and holographics and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Which you know nowadays with our government coming out and saying yes, there are aliens. It's like, okay, what the hell do we believe anymore? You know? Right. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, because honestly. I've heard several other people talk and they say, yeah, but they said that, you know, there's somewhere between 50 and 60 different species of them. Like, there's not just yeah. an alien. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That, that's exactly what I've heard, too. But that's just, you know, kind of one of the things, you know, like, ah, it's so hard to know. Like, you know, with the whole thing that's going on with Maui right now, you know, what I mean, you would think that if they were trying to kind of push that, they would have had like UFO sightings. They would have, think, you know, right. taken kind of their, some of their shuttles and flown them around there. So people would well, be like, oh, look what I saw. You know, right. I, think that, I think that they have to I think that the way that they're having to do it is like and I and I've seen some of the stuff like uh, I know it might have been China or Japan or whatever. Their holographics have become so good that they've they've made it where it looks like dragons and stuff are flying <laughs> across the skies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I know, believe it. When I see a dragon fly, I see a pig fly at the same time. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Like they just did a big no, event no, no. Over, they just did a big event, but the holographics they said were so good that it looked like dragons going across the sky. Right. Right. You know? I mean they. Yeah. I mean, even years ago, I mean, they did a remake of, they had Tupac having a concert, you know what I mean? Look just like the guy out there. Is that Coachella? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I found interesting with the, with the whole Barney and, and Betty Hill situation was, is that, you know, this happened in 61 and then Barney dies in 69. He's 46 oh, oh. years old, man. Hmm. Yeah. What was, I the, what was the I cause of death? I, you know, I don't know. Um, 
I didn't get into the background of that, but Betty lived um, until she was uh, 80, I think it was 89, and she mm-hmm. died in 2004, I believe it was. Oh, wow. When she passed away, you know, and she, I think she went on a couple shows and she talked about, you know, the instances and stuff. And, uh, and Stuart, you were right. I mean, being a biracial couple back then, they they had their issues and, you know, skeptics came out and said what they saw was a beacon light. Um, I forget what the mountain was called. Um, yeah. New Hampshire. But this all happened, you know, everything was in New Hampshire where this happened. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just like anybody else. They want to try to explain it away. Uh, on mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, yeah. you know, for me, that story, I mean, you can be a skeptic, agree whatever you want, but if you listen to the uh, tapes of them under hypnosis, I believe something happened to them. And I, and I, was it aliens or was it our government or so? But something definitely yeah. happened to that couple. I can't. I mean, obviously, like you're saying, though, if they're under hypnosis, regardless of who done it, they really believe they saw something there. Correct. You know? Yeah, and like, that something they're happened. Not, to they're them. not fabricating their story. Right. Right. You know. So I mean, uh, it, and it's 1961. I mean, we had Project Blue Book. You know, mm-hmm. I think Project Blue Book was kind of kicking up around that time or starting to die off. And, and you know, with Project Blue Book, the, the one thing, you know, my dad was Air Force and stuff. And um, they they uh, with Project Blue Book, they explained everything. It was either weather or it was a, a, a balloon or, you Swamp know, gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and um, that's, you know, that's for another time. But I want to get into Project Blue Book and I can't remember the doctor's name. Um, the Heineken, Heineken, something like that. We'll we'll get it right when we do it. I I think it's Heineken. He, uh, you know, that's it. I think that's a Nazi dog. No, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah. but um, I just know, I just know that like everybody. I mean, like multiple sources. The ones that I hear that are like they all agree they're aliens, but they say there's many different species of them. Like, right. you know, I, yeah. and that's what so, I, I keep hearing is like, and these are from multiple sources, you know, these aren't the same people in different times, but they're saying, you know, that sometimes there's between, I guess they want to say between 50 and 60 different species of them and sizes and shapes and whatnot. So that they're not I, all the same. I was in Oregon for uh, season 11 of Gold Rush, right? And uh, we were at, there's this local watering hole that we would always kind of go to. And uh, one of the producers met this dude who's, uh, he's kind of a pompous asshole, but um, yeah, you know, he just kind of, he was sitting, he's sitting, you know, sitting over and I guess he's actually a world renowned, like he's done, he's written a number of books. He's uh, spoken at a number of colleges, things like that. But either way, um, he was reading like uh, essentially the Wall Street Journal, but it's uh, like, you know, of Japan. And uh, he was saying that he worked for, you know, was in the Air Force and that he became an actual man in black. And I sat right. there and had to listen to this guy talk for like an hour and a half. You know, at the end of him just, you know, just talking some of the wildest, craziest stories. But and he's like, he's essentially he's like, you know, uh, in his 80s. And he was saying that, yeah, there's multiple species, not uh, there's multiple interactions, you know, like thousands. This isn't, of, this isn't fucking Fred's fucking father in law, is it? No, 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 no. This is some random. This is some random dude. <laughs> who, and I looked, and I, and then he like, I God, I, I wish, I, but I was just so much like, yeah, bro. 
cool oh, story. I'd have totally yeah. listened. I'd have listened to all well, that. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, but, but I was just sitting there, but then I but I looked him up, you know, like while we we're sitting there, because he was like, you know, I'm a, a world famous blah blah blah, and I was like, okay. So I right. looked up and sure as shit, he he had multiple books, and then like, but he was just an old man perv, like he was hitting on Kara. Like anything that would like listen to him for a second, he was like hitting on, trying to be like, well, why don't you come back to the room? You know what I mean? Like just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I know I told uh, yeah. you guys this before on, on earlier podcasts, but my dad, um, when he traveled, um, you know they uh they basically gave him an honorable discharge when he got to the next base. They reenlisted him, but I. I I remember after his last tour in Vietnam, he went. To the, he said he was going to the Philippines. He was in a black suit, white shirt, and black tie, and that's yeah. all he wore. Now, yeah, but, but he, you know, and, and the no, thing you know is, I mean? was, was your dad like incredibly like intelligent, smart? Did he have like a field of of exercise that was just different well, from anybody else? But here's the thing: we never knew. He kept everything quiet. Like, so he told us he worked command post. Okay, yeah. Right. And he said, Oh, I work in the blockhouse and da da da. And um his DD two fourteen said he was an air traffic controller. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, my dad never he had a hard time parking the car, let alone, you know, directing yeah. an airplane to park type thing. You You're know, gonna find out um, one day, Gary, he was a gigolo or something. Like he right, was uh, internationally yeah. just making tons but, of money, pleasuring women. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, his but again, his his top secret clearance, um, uh, and I've spoke about that before. When I first started looking into it, it referred to UFOs and the Nuclear Proliferation Treaty, right? Mm -hmm. And now when you look up his um, top secret clearance, it just has to do with the Nuclear Proliferation Treaty. Like the UFO part is gone mm -hmm. on that. But like um, when we were in Texas at Berkstrom Air Force Base, the building out front was called the Donut. It's a Hilton now, believe it or not. Yeah. But we were able to go about three stories underground with him uh, when he quote went to work. And yeah. he went he went through a door that was about yay thick. Yeah. And he would tell us that he went down a few more levels, but he would not talk about his where he took it to his grave. And Why? I, I said this before on another show. A friend that did the same thing as him, uh, and he just recently passed away. He came to my dad's funeral. This was almost 21 years ago. And I asked him, I, I, I said, Mac, I said, what did dad do in the Air Force? And he goes, now, Gary, he goes, I can't tell you. And I go, why, Mac? And he goes, I can't tell you. He says, I just can't. And I says, well, then tell me about the UFOs. And he, he got straight-faced, dead serious, looked at me. And went, I'm going to tell you one thing. He goes, they's real. And don't ever ask me again. Mm. And that was it, man. I got a cold chill because Mac had never like gotten that serious with me. Right. And he had never pointed a finger at me ever mm. in, in, mm -hmm. in our whole lifetime. Right. And, and I mean, shit, I'd visit Mac all the time up until a couple of years ago before he passed away. I mean, that's the kind of friend he was. I just don't you know? get it. I don't get the, like, I mean. I'm sorry. On my deathbed, I'm a, I'm like making a recording. You know right? I mean? spill, or, spill the beans. Yeah, right? that's but probably yeah, why well, I'm not. Probably why I'm not needing cheap top secret security clearance fucking jobs <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but both of them took took what they did to their grave. And that's a hell like, of a. I mean, like, 
what 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 can you threaten somebody with to, to you know the, to the hold that secret that long? You know what I mean? Right. And the only thing I found no. in my dad's paperwork when he passed away was a letter from the Air Force that said if anybody ever approached him, ever talked to him about anything with him in the Air Force, or whatever, that he had to immediately report it to the nearest base, embassy, whatever, or he could be arrested, thrown in jail, basically. I mean, this it was a threatening letter, basically telling mm-hmm. him that if anybody ever approaches him, he had to report it immediately. You know, and I think I think the total DD 214s I found were like about around 11 or 12 when he mm-hmm. passed away. You know, which to me, I mean, you guys, right? You got one DD two fourteen for being in, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, so really strange. So let's let's move on to our next yeah. um, abduction. In this one, I I got to tell you, I don't think it happened. Okay. Um, yeah. I just I, I I got some deals here. Yeah, I don't, but, I don't you know, know this one. Y'all have to film this. Out this this is this is Travis Walton. Um, they made a movie uh, called Fire in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Um. Travis Walton had written a book about his experience. And when Hollywood wanted to make the movie of it, Travis's book was so mundane because there wasn't a lot of action and, you know, that they actually spiced it up in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So like not even a third, I think of the Hollywood movie is like real. Yeah. Right? Just certain events supposedly are, are, are real. So when this happened November 1st of 1975, yeah. Uh, okay. So they were uh, up in the. I'm, I wrote this down because I'm going to say in, it wrong. In Oregon. Um. Uh. They were in the uh, Apache. Uh. No, it was Arizona, man. It wasn't Oregon. Oh, it was wasn't the it? Apache oh. Sit Greaves National Forest near Snowflake, Arizona. Huh. Is is where it was. He went missing for five days, six hours. Right. Like they got the hours down on this. Right. There were six of them in a truck, right? Um, they um, went out. Um, I don't know if they were on their way or, or on their way home. It really isn't clear on what I was looking up and reading about. It was on their on their way home. They they're, they're loggers, right? They're, they they were yeah. out there. Cutting. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, doing so. clearing some forest and stuff, and so, they yeah. they see this um, uh, object. Uh, kind of saucer shaped hovering about 110 feet off the ground according to uh the the five and walton and travis gets out of the truck and he starts walking toward this object and this light comes down this beam of light comes down and hits him and he goes unconscious right so according to travis he wakes up in a hospital-like room with these beings um, that are, are standing around him. And I, I think he says like they're four foot something. And he says that he starts to fight them. And another being comes in with a helmet on and takes him to another room where they lay him down. And, and here's the part where I'm like, even more. He says that three or four humans put plastic over his face, and it's the last thing he remembers. And he wakes up on the side of the road in um, Heber, Arizona. Okay, so that's all he remembers. That's all the ha- I, I mean, that's a book, right? So you can uh-huh. see where Hollywood is. So 
the other five guys, well, at first, law enforcement thinks that the five guys murdered him, right? So they all take lie detector tests. All of them pass but one, and one comes back um, not conclusive. So they can't tell if he's lying or he's telling the truth, right? But the other four, they were telling the truth about this. Now, the uh, sheriff, um, uh, oh God, what was the county? Hang on, I got to look at notes here because I wrote down what county because I found this super, super interesting um, that it was of uh, the Navajo County. Navajo County Sheriff said that Travis's older brother, Travis and his mom, were very acute students of UFOs. Like they were into the whole ufology thing. Mm. Right. Oh, so this man. made the sheriff think, nah, right? Now here's yeah. here's the kicker of this story, too, right? So Tra- Travis claims that it happened, and I think Travis is still alive. Um uh-huh. he uh-huh. goes on a he goes on a game show on mm. Fox, right? And the game show is called The Moment of Truth, right? And I had to write down the words that were used. They asked him if it was, in fact, that he was abducted by a UFO on November 5th, 1975, to which he said, yes. What do you think the result came back as? False. Lie. Came back Ah. as false. I was going to say, because he'd have been on the prices right. Bob Barker would have run him up off that motherfucker. Hey, hey, no, but hey. (laughs) But he also... He also, uh, but hasn't he taken numerous lie detector tests? He has. And and so the thing is, is especially in the 70s, right? Uh, and coming into the 80s, lie detector tests weren't that reliable. They were just coming in to their uh, own. Yeah. Right? Okay. You could take so, two Xanaxes and pass that thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so to me, right, I mean, that's the whole story. He He gets abducted, right? Five mm-hmm. people say they saw him get abducted. He has a fight with four or five little four foot guys. A guy with a helmet takes him into another room, and then these human people put plastic on its face, and that's it. He's out. Doesn't remember another thing until he wakes up or reappears five days, six hours later in Hebrew, Arizona, mm-hmm. on the side of the road. It, you know, something I always, uh-huh. I always like look at the aliens. You know, they never have hair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're like they're like hairless. You, you figure they're colder than shit. No, there's a there's a there's a race of alien that's basically like uh, Nordic. So they're like seven feet tall and they look like Vikings. Right. You know what I mean, like they're all blonde hair, blue eyed, and uh, yeah, there's a couple of them. But then there's like what they even think like Bigfoot's in. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, they say, right. When, when, um, usually like if you see a Bigfoot, then you see a UFO and they think that either, um, the UFO is like transporting or beaming down with Star Trek technology, Bigfoot, or actually Bigfoot's the, the aliens themselves mm-hmm. on that. But, um, so, a lot um, of people th- think that he did this for money. Because okay. of, oh, right? absolutely. I, I mean, look at, Books, movies, TVs, interviews, right? All, right. all this stuff. So a lot of them think yeah. that this was a setup for all of them to make money. Well, it's yeah. like well, he, once you once you do it and like it, it picks up, like you have to run with the lie then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like, he was just I mean, he was just on Joe Rogan. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was just on Joe Rogan like that. Within no the past, shit. Within, yeah, within the past year, I do believe. Maybe right? two years. Yeah. So and, 
I want to say just recently I was watching something and this guy was, I wish I could remember his damn name, but he almost looked like a hillbilly. And, uh, God, I wish I could remember his name. I want to say he lived in West Virginia or, or North Carolina or something like that. But he would, he took, he actually got pictures of supposed aliens and they told him the only way that he would be able to, to take a picture of them because they're four dimensional, mm -hmm. and, you know, live in a three dimensional world is they, he would have to do something to slow it down, like slow the somehow. So he somehow did something with, with, with water that was able to take the picture, like almost like a lens. Mm -hmm. And supposedly like the pictures I looked at, do kind of look like aliens. Like the aliens told him, like he would have to do something where it would take the picture of something that's moving the speed of light, basically. Yeah. And the guy does not look smart at all. Like, you know, you listen to him talk and the pictures that he took, almost like a flash, but it has red eye in them. So it's mm. supposedly that's supposed to be the eyes of it. And that's why they say, well, it's got red eye in it, so you know that they're living. Mm -hmm. um, but so supposedly the way he explains it is they're a four-dimensional creature, and they're not from outer space, per se. They're from dimensional, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, he was saying that's, that's the guy that was saying, you know, that there was like 50 different species. Uh-huh. Right. That... He's like, they're not outer space like you think of coming from different planets. They're dimensional. Yeah, well, that's what right. George, that's that's whole George's whole I, like thing when he talks with... Uh, I was just thinking about that. No, he talks with Inky about that. Mm -hmm. That's what his whole thing is, is that it's just from a different dimension. That's how they, they're able to kind of like, that's how they travel. They're able to access. So I think what we only use like, what was it, 15% of our brain? Right. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I mean... It just maybe that they've kind of figured, and I imagine too is like when you start getting up there, there's a lot of like uh, creatures that I mean, if you're able to keep your consciousness and upload it into like a computer, like why would you, why would you keep your form? You know what I mean? If you're able to come right. to live in a, digi a digital life, like you know, an entire world could you know be inside some supercomputer, right? You know, and I, I truly believe we are not the only intelligent species in the universe no there's no we way we can't we can't yeah. Yeah. no 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 and just is saying that had have you guys seen the picture from i think it was uh was it the hubble or the other telescope that they have up there you know circling the earth where they mm -hmm. photographed a galaxy and in the galaxy in the in the picture is a question mark oh. a perfect question mark like billions of miles away. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they I say it's like that. two galaxies merging, right? Uh, I mean, they have a thing, but they were like, wouldn't it be interesting that if aliens or another species was like putting a question mark in space, basically like, what the hell are you guys doing? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and we find the question mark. Well, I just think it's so crazy. It's like we are literally like it's out in the middle of nowhere when, when relatively compared to the rest of the universe. Right. Uh, we are so isolated out in the middle, just BFE. And so I don't know. I 
I just don't think. I mean, they, I know that they've like with collect. Um, what is that? With that collider, they've had like you know particles that have been able to break, go faster than the speed of light. You know what I mean? For a very very short period of time, like nanoseconds or micro. You know what I mean? Like just so, right. So my understanding is on that is like they ha they actually believe that they have the technology to do it, but surviving it mm. is the is the issue. Yeah, makes sense. You know, right. And that's kind of like, I think me and you might have talked about it at one time, Stu, like, you know, because G-force and gravity or whatever, you know, would just, you know, pretty oh, much destroy you. All but right. then we've also talked about <laughs> the magnetic field wouldn't have gravity inside of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and yeah, that's kind of like how I feel like uh, if there are spaceships and stuff of that sort i feel like that's how they work off of is inside a magnetic field well and that's why they also spin as well when they had the guy when they just did the uh you know the uh, congressional hearings for the whistleblowers for the ufos he would not tie it down to ufo he would say you know it was a specific term he used but it's like or something type of entity you know what i mean so he was doing that so almost like a if, like what you said, you can't survive it, so that's the whole thing is that you would upload your consciousness to a computer. You know, like, remember, do you guys remember Flight of the Navigator? Yes, yes. When, when we were yeah, kids, yeah, like, Flight of the Navigator, that ship was alive, and it was an AI, and then, like, he had imprinted, you know, the, like, the celestial maps inside that kid's brain. You right. know what I mean? And so, but what, I mean, kind of the same thing, like, if, you know... Something could survive that. That was, you know, obviously it was metal or machine. But I thought right. I, I always found it really interesting the way he had worded that. Is I, I almost think that, uh, yeah, there, there isn't anything biological. It, it would be something created. Right. You know, one of the one of the things uh, that just reminded me of with uh, uh, Betty and Barney. Uh, mm -hmm. Betty, um, under hypnosis, drew like a star chart. Oh and yeah. And a couple people, I forget the name of the, the galaxy or whatever it was, but, um, oh man, who, who, who was, uh, the guy of our time? He passed away. Steve uh, Hawkins. No, 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 no. Before like Neil deGrasse took over, um, mm. he, he, he always, he was a kind of a skinny guy and he always talked like this when he was talking. Oh, you're talking about, about Ben Stein. No, 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 man, I can see this guy. I, I am having such a brain cramp mm. right now. But anyways, uh, he and one other guy that uh, um, were uh, physicists and astrologists said that all the all these people that are saying this is from this galaxy of like Paraxis or something where they were drawing straight lines to stars and going, oh, look, it matched up perfectly, mm. mm -hmm. you know, on there. So, but mm. yeah, the, the, the guy I'm thinking of, oh my God, he was always on TV and he talked about the stars and planets and he passed away. And my God, I cannot think of his name and I feel stupid right now because I can't. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh my God. Uh, you know what? I'm going to look on my phone. You guys talk for a minute. I, I, I'm going to look. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, we, we were talking about like, we were talking about all that and, uh, me and Stu got talking about the 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 stuff going on in the Peru, mm -hmm. and uh, there's like video of it, 
uh, which is kind of vague, but uh, they these people are saying they're out there fighting seven foot. Um, they're being attacked by seven foot aliens mm-hmm. that are uh, flying We're- and all kinds of shit, and they're wearing red red shoes. <laughs> oh, they have they have they have uh, metallic discs that have a red LED light emitted from the bottom that allows them to hover like one meter or something above the the jungle floor. Okay, now Peru has some really good things out there. Yeah, you know, on you know, on South American energy supplements, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and by the way, it hit me right when I went to look it up. I didn't even have to go, Carl Sagan, Carl Sagan, so, okay, I remember Carl yeah. Sagan, yeah. Now, you guys are younger than me, so I mean, Carl Sagan might have been before y'all's time, no, yeah. I remember uh, Carl Sagan, yeah. So, but yeah, he was like, the, I don't know, I'd have to, yeah. Yeah, he was the big thing before Degrassi. And I mean, I like Degrassi too. I mean, he, he puts people in their place and they start talking about flat earth and all that kind of crap, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I've got a flat earther I'm going to bring on here. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he, UFC <laughs> top 10 fucking 145-pounder Bryce Mitchell. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a huge flat earther. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mm-hmm. talk to him this week, see if I can get him on here. I know he's got a big fight coming up in the next couple right. of weeks, so maybe we can nice. get him on. It's a good time, and yeah, right. no, he's uh, he's funny. So yeah, he, mm-hmm. he um yeah he had a couple of good interviews, but then like you know he, he it just shows you how fickle the internet is, man. You know, you're right. on top one second, and then like you have a stumble. Uh, oh man, dude, yeah. love Bryce to death. He's I think he's the greatest man. Um, he's genuine as can be, but you know he he told his views of what he believes in, and I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Man, he went from being loved to man. I mean, he was just so hated. Oh, you know, yeah. The guy, the guy's oh, one fight in his whole career, and uh, he just happened to lose it after you know you saying these views and just man, right. you want to talk about a guy catching the, the wrath of the so, internet? Oh man, yeah. So that was bad. So kind of keeping with our alien stuff too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. With Mars, right? They say that. Um, they're they're starting to find more signs of life and you know in the bacteria and stuff like that and now they say mars is starting to spin faster hmm have have you read that lately no it's but the thing that came out with nasa is saying mars is spinning faster than they had um basically calculated the rotations before so it's spinning faster um we've got russia about to put a lander on the moon did you know oh. that? Yeah, yeah, I heard I, that they were doing some. Yeah, yeah, they. Man, I heard talking, the damn moon was hollow. Yeah, well, when, well, well, when when the uh, when the lander came down, the, the the moon rung like a bell, and it actually like you know hit for a while. But that was when like uh, yeah, when we landed on the moon, it, it rang like be, a bell. That'd be interesting. The South Pole is is kind of the race now because they found water on the South Pole. Of yeah. the moon, right? So this the Russian craft is supposed to go into orbit on the moon between the 21st and 23rd, they're saying now. And it's going to orbit for five days and then they're going to land it. Oh, it would be terrible so, if that thing blew up in space. Oh, but hey, I, I hate to see that happen. <laughs> Dude, look, but, you so know, I used to have a genuine fear of somebody blowing up the moon. Like yeah. I it was like. What's gonna stop somebody from blowing up the fucking moon, man? You know what right. I mean? I'm like, it's gonna, it's gonna cause all these 
these uh, tidal waves and all kinds of things. I thought you were mm-hmm. ducking because you thought it was blowing up right there, man. You kind of so my my charging system needs a lean. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what. If if we can get back in touch <laughs> with Paul, the the one thing I want to talk to I'm Paul about and see what so... he thinks is about the Apollo landings and mm-hmm. Apollo eleven going to the medical channel for I think it was like fifteen minutes. Yep. Right. Ta- and a ham. Two ham radio operators heard what they were talking about. Yeah. And they were talking about seeing an alien craft or aliens near where they landed. And they believe, uh-huh. conspiracy yeah. wise, that that's the Apollo 11 mission. They also believe that Apollo 18, 19, and 20 took place as well uh-huh. out of the view of the public. Now, I find that kind of hard to believe with Kate Kennedy. I mean, a Saturn V lifted off, I, I would think people would see that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, but, we'll say that, okay, when was the time frame this was supposed to have happened? It's, it it mean, would be in the uh, mid-70s. So you yeah, think about, I mean, era. like, we're not, like, back then, I mean, even if they did do it, I mean, you would, we're just not, they weren't as connected as we are now, if that makes sense. Like, 50 oh, yeah. years ago, you know, there wasn't nobody walking around with cameras and, and video recording. Yeah, but I mean, if have you ever been down to uh, to Kennedy Space Center in uh, Cape Canaveral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, I've and I mean, you go down to Cocoa of- Beach, right, where they have like the astronaut museum, or they used to. I think they they've moved it, but you can look right across the water and see the launch pads. I mean, yeah, I, I got a good friend of mine that has a bar on Cocoa yeah, Beach, so, and they're so always they, sending me uh, videos of them taking off and stuff like right? that. Right, so. So think about it, though. In the 70s, you may not all have cameras and stuff, but a Saturn V, the most powerful rocket at the time, taking off, you don't think anybody would be sitting out there at the pool having a beer or something going, what the fuck? Yeah, right? Well, you know, calling I mean, the newspaper? I yeah. it depends. I don't know. Yeah, like that, that's just kind of like maybe they just kept them up in orbit. You know what I mean? Right? Like maybe, maybe, actually, you know what? Maybe what they did was they had simultaneous missions. You know what I mean? Like when they launched, there was actually two sets and they, yeah. Like. That's a possibility. You know, one of the other things um, too, because I want to get some video going where uh, with this new equipment that we're hopefully getting here in, uh, in the, hopefully within the next month where we can start putting videos up while we're talking so people can see some of the things. Cause there's some um, quote footage from Apollo 20 where yeah. they have a body on board the lunar lander. I don't know if you've ever seen that footage. If you haven't, you need to look it up. It's, I mean, obviously Hollywood can create anything, right? But if you look at the footage, you kind of, you know, you go back and forth going, huh? I mean, it looks real. You know, it looks good. looks real. You know what I mean? But if if I was an alien, right? If I was like, you know, why wouldn't you just go over and snatch you like Neil Armstrong? And buzz. Why don't you just be like, hey, come over here? You know what I well, mean? This, like this goes back to the whole uh I think it was Roosevelt. Was it Roosevelt or one of our uh supposedly one of our um presidents met with aliens and had a treaty and, and they were like he uh, or was it Eisenhower? They said he was going to have some dental work. You know, it's where he went from he's from California and he, he went to that one place and it was with a, right. Supposededly he was at the dentist. Right? Yeah, but then, 
but then also they have like you know they have whether it's just like they just mixed up the press release date or whatnot but it showed him a picture here and then like a couple hours later showed him like the same picture or, you know like a, like something that was like i, I want to say it was like a five hours but it was only two hours later right it's a five-hour so, journey I mean, but yeah so who's to say that you know this wasn't part of the agreement made then yeah you know what i mean that we won't bother you. You don't bother us in that sense, yeah. you know, yeah, 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 or, yeah. or the aliens are giving us some of this technology to get us there. I mean, when you think about certain events that have happened in time, right. That mm -hmm. a big crash or some big UFO incident. And then all of a sudden, you know, we have fiber optics, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we make these great advances in science that, it would take years and years and years, but they're like, oh, hey, this year we created such and such, right? You yeah, know? no, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely so, right. That's a yeah. That's kind of where 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 I am within it. I mean, it, again, you know, I'm a space junkie, so I believe there's a lot of stuff going on. Man, I totally, you know? 100 percent believe that somebody had to help the Nazis out. Like, wasn't nobody building that that technology that fast? you know, as fast as they were coming out with crap. Well, the UFOs of those times were, they called them bell-shaped. I mean, yeah. there was a, there was one that crashed, I forget where, here in America, um, that it was a bell-shaped UFO. And if you look back at the World War II um, footage, footage and pictures and stuff, they have this kind of bell-shaped hovercraft thing that they were trying to design, mm -hmm. and they believe that was off of alien technology. So, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, they were well ahead of their time with rockets and everything. Uh -huh. Well, I think that also, too, is you got to think that the amount of, like, you know, like, so Bob Lazar, he says that the alien technology that we have was from an archaeological dig. So something that was tens of thousands of years old, Hitler was sending people all around the world looking for, you know, like, uh, right. I guess, voodoo, you know, like, for, looking for the cup of Christ, looking for the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, anything, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah religious yeah. artifacts, he was all about. Yeah, but at this point in time, like, you know, like, they believe that, you know, like, the, you know, in Mecca, that, you know, the Black Stone, they, some people have theorized that it's actually, like, alien, that it's almost like a right. computer. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean that, just look at the pyramids. I yeah. mean, the pyramids of their time, and how big, and those slabs... I mean, I know that they were like, oh, yeah, well, they put the logs down and they had the slaves. And they Man, I don't believe that, that shit. That. There's no Hell way you're no. going to convince me. I don't believe Hell no, right? You know, yeah. I mean, how did and they they're like, Well, they're like, oh, they, they floated them. And I'm like, how in the fuck do you float that thing? Like, that, that, that still don't make no sense well, to me. Well, not only that, it was the, the angles and the smoothness of the cuts. But you go back and look at their tools. Yeah, they were smart with astrology and stuff like that. But no way... But Using have, hands and chisels, did they get that precise of cuts, that smooth, the right angles on I, every stone? There, I just can't I thought, believe yeah, that. I thought that they also had it was like at the point in time, like you know, like some of the drill holes and whatnot. All they had was bronze, right? That they, they hadn't even reached a certain stage where, well, as far as tools. So apparently, NASA owns whatever is underneath the Sphinx. Yeah, that's what's weird. Like, too. I, yeah, I've so, never heard that one. Now yeah. that's a new one, man. No, check it out. Um, apparently, the area underneath the sink is owned by NASA. Did you say the sink or the Sphinx? The Sphinx. The Sphinx. I thought you said sink. I'm like, uh, 
Larry, I mean, I now, Bobby, <laughs> are you visiting Peru, Bobby? Uh, <laughs> I'll, go <laughs> Peru. <laughs> yeah, I'll go down there when it's snowing. Yeah, right? There you go. Skiing. So yeah. I, I, I'm hoping by next week, um, two things happen. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to you two both about hopefully some breaking news, and I'm not going to say anything here about it that yeah. might happen with us. Not going to say because – I don't want to put anything out there, but I'm hoping that we can get a hold of Paul. I, I really want Paul on the show for the whole massive thing and for the the you know his thoughts and everything on all this UFO stuff, the moon, you know, sound stages. I mean, he works with them, right? I mean, he, he yeah. packed the parachutes and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, he's got to have his own and, theory. You know what I mean? Well, he right. also was saying, you know, remember, like when he, when we had him on with uh, with George, like uh, he was talking about, uh, you know, like the, all the uh, the rumors and just like the the so called, you know, back in the day, uh, right? Yeah. So behind closed doors, I said this. Yeah. So, so let me let me let me ask this, like, and and it, and it has to be, you know, uh, what's the point of the government? allowing you know to tell us oh we have space we we you know there are aliens like what's their what's the point of that oh, they want to get you know, funding they've hit the shit, yeah. they've hit hey, the shit for this long they want to get funding for uh space force they want to intimidate any like china or russia or any other people like you know like that are starting to kind of move against the united states or like i like you said earlier like you know they're they're prepping it for a stage where they have an attack and you know what I mean? Then they're like, "Oh, we well, all have to band together." Yeah, you know I mean. So, so here's the other thing on this, and you said it, Bobby. Back in those days, there weren't a lot of cameras and cell phones, and now there are, and people are capturing shit left and right. You know, I mean, even Oz, he was just filming vineyards as he was going up uh, in California to do some work, and in that final like tenth of a second frame, <clears throat> when you when you go frame by frame by frame. A UFO pops up in the frame over the grape fields, right? And I mean, and, and he didn't catch it for a while. And then him and I were talking. He's like, oh, he's like, bro, you got to check this out, bro. And I'm like, what? And he's like, man, it, this makes me nervous. And he sent me the the film and then the still shot. And sure, I think I sent it to you, didn't I, Stuart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On there. And sure shit, man, there's like this object out in the field that wasn't there like a tenth yeah. of a second before that in the film. And it looks you know? like it's it looks like it's out in the field. It doesn't look like it's like a sunspot that's like, right. like or on the front of the picture. It looks like it's back. Yeah. Right. Or a fly or anything like that. It's like it just popped in. It, it, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then it was gone. And I think and I think that's the reason why now that they're starting to say yes, there's they, not UFOs, what are they? UAPs now, right? Mm -hmm. Uh and stuff, because so many people do how, have cameras and they how, just can't contain it anymore. How sad is it though that nobody gives a shit? Like, nobody. People are at Everyone's the point hard. right now they're just like, I don't care. Like, yeah. they'll give a shit when it turns out to be like War of the Worlds and the little things come down and start shooting beams I, out I, and burning I do, buildings. I just you keep know? waiting on it to be on our paychecks, man. I keep waiting on the fucking alien tax. I'm telling but you. But, tax. Of, but, but you know what I would do if I was an alien? That's what, one of the things is like everybody you know expects like you know arm you know hand to hand combat. Like, what I would do is I would just take somebody. Go out, cultivate one of the like a cold or you know COVID or whatever the fuck you want to do, monkeypox, 
and I would just make it so horrendously fucking like you know like uh, just deadly. Ninety nine percent death right. rate with uh, like you know one hundred percent transmission rate. And right. then I would just take that person and I would just put him back down on Earth. So and I'd say, I'll come back in ten years. Dude, you're gonna dude love, the first you're thing that'll happen this. is we'll run completely out of toilet paper. Yeah, right? exactly. and then people will start one PPP loans. Right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so here's the thing, Stuart. It's funny you say that. I'm a big Planet of the Apes movie fan, uh, right? Have yeah. you watched any of the new movies they've put out over the last like 12 years or so? Uh, yeah, 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 no, no, that, so yeah. what what you just said about quote the monkeypox or whatever yeah. with the transmission rate. Do you remember how the outbreak went to kill off basically almost ninety percent of humanity, and the apes became the yeah, number yeah, one? Yeah, no, so they were making something the, for all for Alzheimer's, and then essentially what it, had happened, it, it broke out. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it broke. The the guy was trying to put it on the ape, uh-huh. it blew in his mask, and then he sneezed on a pilot. Yeah, the pilot went to different countries. He's sick. He's spewing yeah. out of the, and then it just. So it's, yeah. it's interesting you said that because that was like that whole plot of how that was. But that's but, what I that's what I would do. I would literally just be right? like, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't lose one anything. I, I I would just if I'm able to, you know, jump across the galaxy, I'm definitely able to cultivate like something. And yeah, I would just take a couple people and then put them back down there, and then just be like, I'll you know, I'll come back in a little bit. <laughs> Bobby, were you getting in the gift bag there for us, man? Man, I was. I was fixing to pull us out some chicken nuggets. <laughs> so, um, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll have something new for next week. Um, uh, figure some stuff out. I want to give an update. Remember, I was telling you I was going to do um, a paranormal investigation. Yeah. Right. Something in the back of my head kept saying, "Go over, go over, and just kind of do a prelim." Uh-huh. Man, I was. Yeah. Ain't yeah. nothing going on. It ain't nothing going on there. Uh, you know, <laughs> it was it was one of these it was one of these things, right? Where they got rats. <laughs> they may. I mean, um, I think it's one of these things where they want it so bad to happen that something's happening. Uh... I, I tried. I tried everything, man. I have. I I have these little. You're gonna laugh. They're cat toys, right? They're these yeah. little balls that you push the button. And they light up, and then as when they sit still, they just go blank, right? I mean, they're just yeah. clear. And if something taps and moves them, they'll light up. No, I've I've been at friends' houses where we've had them on the counter with no fans, no nothing, and I've had four of them lined up in a row, and like one of them go off when yeah. we're talking about different things, right? Dude, I tried that. I mean, I tried spirit box. I tried a geoport. Um, yeah. I tried thermal because <clears throat> yeah. I got a I, I got a little. Yeah. Um, Thermal hooks to my iPhone, right? And I, yeah. I, besides jumping around naked with a feather in my hand, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing. So, you know, I got to apologize. I said we were going to have somebody come with us. But, man, I, I just had that gut feeling that I needed to check this out and kind of do a prelim beforehand. And, yeah. and I'm glad I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did well, on that one. Have, so. Hey, we, that's how we have, kind of have to operate. We have to operate under that guise that, like, you know, like, because uh, you said some people just want it, you know what I mean? Like, Bobby, you yeah, see I mean, like you can you can will things into existence, right? Yeah. And now, but I will tell you though, um, and I'm hoping to hear about this this week too. We have a ghost hunting group that I uh-huh. guess is pretty pretty. I don't want to call it, say famous, but they're pretty well known in England, and they just did this thing at what they call the Demon Church. 
So I'm they are contemplating because one of them's kind of shy. They're contemplating coming on the show with us. It would be the first time that they did any type of podcast or show That'd or anything be super like cool. that. Yeah, really I was going to ask, um, and I need to check and see if you can look at the stuff, which the people are gone now, but, uh, you know, the Annabelle movies and all that stuff, you know, oh, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they have that play, you know, where all that stuff is stored. I want to say it's in New Hampshire. Well, their son, or, or their son still takes care of it. Really? Yeah. yeah the son still takes care of it. Um, I was totally down to like, check that out you know what i mean right yeah we, and, i mean they did they um uh that's the warrants um, yeah the warrants the warrants yeah. yeah and i mean they they were doing it way before the amityville horror but yeah they, that's kind of when they became famous and went over and did that um you know but uh i know that the the son brought the annabelle doll and i'm not going to say who they are because i don't want to get sued um, but they are, they, I think they started on discovery and then went to the travel channel and went to a couple, maybe mm-hmm. another place. I don't know. Yeah. The guy told him, don't touch the doll. Right. Yeah. And this person touched the doll. And of course he had an experience and, you know, and for me, you know, I watch some of these shows and, and, and stuff and I, you, you gotta go, come on, man. You know, yeah. I, I understand. It's, it's still it's totally TV. touched that doll. Like, I didn't right. to do it. Right. Uh-uh. And, you know, and I've been uh-uh. to a, a few of these, <laughs> quote, mute, haunted museums where they have the haunted stuff and everything like that. And, and I hate when somebody's just trying to make a buck off of you. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. they got shit hanging on the wall that's just like, you look at it and it's like, man, my, my kindergarten kid put that up, you know, when yeah. I was a young man and, and stuff. But, then again, though, the, the, there's this woman in England, and and I'm and I'll tell you this, man, and I I might try to get her on the show. She will freak your shit out, okay? Yeah. So, you know, I'm a firm believer in the paranormal. I, I believe the stuff's going happening, right? So, a friend of mine lives here in Utah with me, and she's like my my cousin. She's a like a psychic or whatever, you know. Um, type thing and you know she's told me this and that and she goes she'd love to talk to you so i'm kind of a skeptic when it comes to this type of field yeah so i i facetime with this woman and stuff and she starts telling me about my mom Mm. right and like she's saying stuff to me that she shouldn't know about my mom right so the other day the, the freakiest part that happened was, so I, I have a sister and I have a brother, right? And my sister's had some medical issues that I didn't know about. Like, hmm. I, don't, I don't talk to my sister about shit she does with her doctor, right? Yeah. So this 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 woman, and she's as, she's nice as hell. She's, she's a very nice woman. And she goes, so, um, because, you know, I'm getting these things on your sister. She's like, um, does she have a problem under her arm on her side? I mean, like a medical thing she goes i'm just i'm feeling that and i'm like um, i don't know right yeah. question out right and then um she uh she says well she goes god she goes and your sister's got like a stomach problem some gastric problem and she's like but i think she's taking medicine to take care of. i can feel that that's handled medically right and i'm like i don't know right as i write Fuck. the question down it's right? gonna be terrifying <laughs> So she's, she says a couple other things, right? So I'm like, hey, I'll let you know. I'll get off the phone, call my sister, right? 
I, I, I get off the FaceTime with her and I'm like, well, you know, the things you're saying about my mom, she's hitting. Right. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Right. I call my sister and I said, Hey, Deb, I go, I go, you got anything wrong? Like on your side or something. And she, she goes, what do you mean? And I go, well, I was talking to the lady I, that I introduced you to. I, we did, did a quick FaceTime with her. She said, hi, but the lady in England, she was going out to the pub. So it was like, hi, bye. And I said, well, she started talking about you. And, and my sister goes, did you tell her about that? And I go, tell her about what? Well, my sister has something going on on the side of her right here up by her breast. Yeah. But, and then I'm like, you got something going on with your stomach? And she's like, yeah, I've got this or that going on, but I'm treating it with medicine. It's I forget what the condition is, but it's with her bowels, right? And I'm yeah. like, IBS. And then there was a couple other private things that I told her that this woman had said and asked. My sister started crying, man. It hmm. freaked her the hell out. This this woman is pretty good. And I'd love to have her on the show just to talk to us and I maybe put somebody, somebody else on and see... Cause like she was talking to me about things and we had never met and she's just seeing me like I'm seeing you guys here. And yeah, it, right. it was, I, it was pretty damn freaky, man. I think that that would be terrifying. Cause then she'd be like, oh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm only, totally down. Like I'm as long down, as she don't, she don't hit me under that Nostradamus talk. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or she'd be like, Hey, you got like five days to live. You know? <laughs> like, no, no, no. She's, yeah. she's all about like um seeing like, relatives or if you she'll ask if you want to know something or whatever or she'll what's around you or but like even with my sister she just out of the blue started talking about my sister hmm. and like throwing these things out there because hmm. i i will not give information i'll give my first name you know what i mean mm -hmm. so but um i think it would be kind of cool to have her on too you know down yeah. the road so but we would definitely oh, there's so there they are seven hours ahead of me, which makes them eight hours ahead of you, Stu, and six hours ahead of you, Bobby. You know what? I hate you guys for this, by the way, because I'm a Pollock and you make me do math. Try to figure uh, out. Uh, uh, we're just adding ones and twos, man. We're not. Uh, right. so, so we would have to do an. We'd have to do an early in the day one, so I'll talk to her about that too. And it would be the same if we did. We brought on that group over there that um, just did the Demon Church. So yeah. um do they do yeah. they have do they have English accents? Really, Bobby, you're gonna ask me that? I'm just curious, man. Like I like that shit. I'm I you know what I mean? Like that, I that does, that's like asking you if you got an accent living down south. Well, well, I mean, I do have one. I mean, I don't know, they could be fucking <laughs> they could be Scottish or something, you know. Yeah, no, th these British accents, man. And and the yeah. only thing you'll ever notice about me with an accent is if you take me back east, man, to Boston and I'm hanging with my friends. Yeah, it, it's you, all, you develop it. Oh, it comes back so uh, quick. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll take car. you out for a cup of coffee no, and a donut for a buck treat and five like ben that. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's wrap it up, guys. Yep. Um, you know, we, we want to thank everybody, uh, you know, that joins us and listens to this and watches us on uh, YouTube. You can email us at are they out there the number one at gmail.com. You can leave comments uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, which I have to say, we've gotten a lot more followers since we had George on. Things yeah. are spiking on that. Um, so, you know, leave us again, comments, uh, anything you'd like us to talk about or stories that you'd like us to tell on air that's possibly happened to you yeah. out there. So share with that, yeah. share with your friends, share with your friends, share with your yeah. friends. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I, I just, yeah. 
I want to just hear what other like everybody else kind of has to say. Like little like tidbits or crazy things that something that we can like kind of look up and, and research and right. You know, and, like, yeah, I think the be thing is, is if somebody gives us a good story and, and it's mm-hmm. maybe something that happened to them. You know, I, we're going to do a little bit more background when we have guests mm-hmm. and stuff, but we'll bring them on, right? And yeah. let them tell their story and let's talk about it, you know? Um, yeah. and, and the thing everybody has to remember, we all have opinions and we may not agree with everything that's said, even between the three of us, we don't agree on everything, but that's mm-hmm. why we're here, right? Gary. We, we want to find out, Gary. are they out there? Gary, before you I'm get off, I got some energy coming from my hand. I just want, can you feel it? Can you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bobby bobby's cut off uh, for some reason we're not going to be able to be on the next show i already feel the uh interference uh, are coming in so all right guys well, i, I appreciate right. the time tonight you you guys have a, a good one and we'll talk to you here soon sound good guys later